The Corona Caesar, an adaptation of Shakespeare's Julius Caesar by Andrew Hartley. Produced and performed by the undergraduates of the theater department at the University of North Carolina, Charlotte. Episode four, Aftermath. The noble Brutus is ascended! Silence! Be patient till the last! Romans, countrymen, and lovers, hear me for my cause and be silent that you may hear! Believe me for mine honor, and have respect to mine honor that you may believe. Censure me in your wisdom, and awake your senses, that you may the better judge. If there be any in this assembly, any dear friend of Caesar's, to them I say that Brutus' love to Caesar was no less than theirs. If then that friend demand why Brutus rose against Caesar, this is my answer. Not that I loved Caesar less, but that I loved Rome more. Had you rather Caesar were living and die all slaves than that Caesar were dead to live all free men? As Caesar loved me, I weep for him. As he was fortunate, I rejoice at it. As he was valiant, I honor him, but as he was ambitious, I slew him. There's tears for his love, joy for his fortune, honor for his valor, and death for his ambition. Who is here so base that would be a bondman? If any, speak, for them have I offended. Who is here so rude that would not be a Roman? Of course I'm a Roman. If any, speak, for them have I offended. Who is here so vile that will not love their country? If any, speak, for them have I offended. I pause for a reply. None, Brutus, none. None. No one here. None, Brutus. Then none have I offended. I have done no more to Caesar than you shall do to Brutus. The question of his death is enrolled in the capital. His glory not extenuated wherein he was worthy, nor his offenses enforced, for which he suffered death. Here comes his body, 
mourned by Mark Antony, who, though he had no hand in his death, shall receive the benefit of his dying, a place in the commonwealth, as which of you shall not. With this I depart, that, as I slew my best lover for the good of Rome, I have the same dagger for myself, when it shall please my country to need my death. Live, Brutus, live, oh, live! Countrymen, let me depart alone, and for my sake, stay here with Antony. Do grace to Caesar's corpse, and grace his speech tending to Caesar's glories, which Mark Antony, by our permission, is allowed to make. I do entreat you, not a soul depart save I alone, till Antony have spoke. For Brutus's sake, I am beholding to you. Wait, huh? What does he say, Brutus? He says, for Brutus's sake, he finds himself beholding to us all. Twere best he speak no harm of Brutus here. Yeah, he better not. That's right. He shouldn't. He's honest. This Caesar was a tyrant. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We are blessed that Rome is rid of him. Yeah. We got Brutus. 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 Let us hear what Antony can say. You gentle Romans, friends, friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I come to bury Caesar, not to praise him. The evil that men do lives after them. The good is oft interred with their bones. So let it be with Caesar. The noble Brutus hath told you Caesar was ambitious. If it were so, it was a grievous fault, and grievously hath Caesar answered it. Here, under leave of Brutus and the rest, for Brutus is an honorable Roman, so are they all, all honorable Romans, come I to speak in Caesar's funeral. He was my friend. Faithful and just to me, but Brutus says he was ambitious. 
and Brutus is an honorable Roman. He hath brought many captives home to Rome, whose ransoms did the general coffers fill. Did this in Caesar seem ambitious? Brutus says Caesar was ambitious. When that the poor have cried, Caesar hath wept. Ambition should be made of sterner stuff. Yes, Brutus says he was ambitious, and Brutus is an honorable Roman. That's true. She has to be. She's Brutus. <laughs> you all did see that on the lubricle, I thrice presented him a kingly crown, which he did thrice refuse. Was this ambition? No. Yes, Brutus says he was ambitious. And sure, she is an honorable Roman. She is, right? She is. I speak not to disprove what Brutus spoke, but here I am to speak what I do know. You all did love him once, not without cause. What cause withholds you then to mourn for him? Oh, judgment. Thou art fled to brutish beasts, and men have lost their reason. Bear with me. My heart is in the coffin there with Caesar. And I must pause so that it's coming back to me. Methinks there's much reason in his saying. What do you think? Thou consider rightly of the matter. Caesar has had great wrong. Has he masters? I fear there will a worse come in his place. Exactly. Oh, no. Mark Jew's words. He would not take the crown. Therefore, to certain he was not ambitious. If it be found so, some will dear abide it. They will. Yeah. Exactly. Poor soul. His eyes are red as fire with weeping. There's not a nobler man in Rome than Antony. I don't know about that. Now mark him. He begins again to speak. Oh, what's the truth? What's he say? But yesterday, the word of Caesar might have stood against the world. Now lies he there, and none so poor to do him reverence. O oh, masters, if I were disposed to stir your hearts and minds to mutiny and rage, I should do Brutus wrong and Cassius wrong, who you all know are honorable Romans. I will not do them wrong. I rather choose to wrong the dead, to wrong myself and you, than I will wrong such honorable Romans. But here's a parchment with the seal of Caesar. I found it in his closet. Tis his will. Let's but the commons hear this testament, which, pardon me, I do not mean to read, and they would go and kiss dead Caesar's wounds and dip their napkins in his sacred blood. Yea, beg a hair of him for memory, and dying mention it within their wills, bequeathing it as a rich legacy unto their issue. We'll hear the will. Read it, Mark Antony. Read it. Read Caesar's will. We want the truth. We must hear it. Give it to us. 
Have patience, gentle friends. I must not read it. It is not meet you know how Caesar loved you. You are not wood, you are not stones, but humans. And being human, hearing the will of Caesar, it will inflame you. It will make you mad. Tis good you know not that you are his heirs. For if you should, read the will. We'll hear it at you. Shall read us the will, Caesar's will. Will you be patient? Will you stay a while? I have o'ershot myself to tell you of it. I fear I wrong the honorable Romans whose daggers They were stricken to hear it. Read the will. Read the will. Read the will. Read it. Antony, read the will. Yes. You will compel me then to read the will? Read it. Then make a ring about the corpse of Caesar, and let me show you him that made the will. Shall I descend? Yes. And will you give me leave? Come down. You shall have leave. A ring. Stand round. Stand from the Stand from the body. Make room. Back up. Back up. Room for Antony, most noble Antony. I can't see the body. Nay, press not so upon me. Back. Stand, stand, stand back. 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 Stand If you have tears, prepare to shed them now. You all do know this mantle. I remember the first time that ever Caesar put it on. It was on a summer's evening in his tent. That day, he overcame the Nervii. Look, in this place ran Cassius's dagger through. See what a rent the envious Casca made. Through this the well-beloved Brutus stabbed, and as she plucked her cursed steel away, mark how the blood of Caesar followed it, as rushing out of doors to be resolved if Brutus so unkindly knocked. Or no. For Brutus, as you know, was Caesar's angel. Judge, O oh you gods, how dearly Caesar loved her. This was the most unkindest cut of all. For when the noble Caesar saw her stab, in gratitude more strong than traitor's arms, quite vanquished him, then burst his mighty heart and in his mantle, muffling up his face, even at the base of Pompey's statue, which all the while ran blood. Great Caesar fell. Oh, what a fall was there, my countrymen. Then I, and you, and all of us fell down, whilst bloody treason flourished over us. Now you weep, and I perceive you feel the dint of pity. These are gracious drops. Kind souls, what? Weep you when you but behold our Caesar's vesture wounded? Look you here. Here is himself marred, as you see, with traitors. 
piteous spectacle. O oh, noble Caesar. O oh, woeful day. O oh, traitors, villains. O oh, most bloody sight. We will be revenged. Yes. We revenge. will be revenged. Get that bitch. Let not one single traitor live. Traitor. Traitors. Stay country no men. Make them pay. Peace there. Hear the noble Antony. Yes. We'll hear him, we'll follow him, we'll die with him. Yes. We'll hear him. Good friends, sweet friends, let me not stir you up to such a sudden flood of mutiny. They that have done this deed are honorable. What private griefs they have, alas, I know not that made them do it. They are wise and honorable, and will no doubt with reason answer you. I come not, friends, to steal away your hearts. I am no orator, as Brutus is. But as you know me all, a plain, blunt man, that love my friends, and that they know full well that gave me public leave to speak of him, for I have neither wit, nor words, nor worth, action, nor utterance, nor the power of speech to stir men's blood. I only speak right on. I tell you that which you yourselves do know, show you sweet Caesar's wounds, poor, poor dumb mouths, and bid them speak for me. But were I Brutus, and Brutus Antony, there were an Antony would ruffle up your spirits, and put a tongue in every wound of Caesar that should move the stones of Rome to rise and mutiny. Yes. Yet hear me, countrymen, yet hear me speak. Hear Antony, most noble Antony. Why, friends, you go to do you know not what. Wherein hath Caesar thus deserved your loves? Alas, you know not. I must tell you then. You have forgot the will I told you of. The will. The will. Right. The will. Here is the will. And under Caesar's seal to every Roman citizen he gives, to every several man, 75 drachmas. Caesar. Oh, 75. amazing. Most noble Caesar. Caesar will revenge his death. Hear me yes, with patience. Moreover, he hath left you all his walks, his private arbors, and new planted orchards on this side Tiber. He hath left them you and to your heirs forever. Common pleasures to walk abroad and recreate yourselves. Here was a Caesar. When comes such another? Never, never. Away, away. We'll burn his body in the holy place. Yes. And with the brands, fire the traitors' houses. Burn the traitors' body. Find them. Avenge Caesar. Avenge Caesar. Let the fire Kill them. Pluck down forms, windows, anything. Kill them all.
mischief thou art afoot, take thou what course thou wilt. How now, Octavius? Brutus and Cassius are rid like madmen through the gates of Rome. And like they had some notice of the people, how I had moved them. dreamt tonight that I did feast with Caesar, and things unlucky charged my fantasy. I have no will to wander forth of doors, it's something leads me forth. What is your name? Whither are you going? Where do you dwell? Are you a married man or a bachelor? Uh, Answer everyone directly. Aye, and briefly. Aye, and wisely. Aye, and truly you were best. What is my name? Whither am I going? Where do I dwell? Am I a married man or, or a bachelor? Then to answer every man directly, and briefly, wisely, and truly, wisely, I say, <laughs> I am a bachelor. That's as much as to say, there are fools that marry. You'll bear me a bang for that. Proceed. Directly. Directly? I am going to Caesar's funeral. As a friend or an enemy? As a friend. That matter is answered directly. For your dwelling. Briefly. Briefly? I dwell by the capital. Your name, sir. Truly. Truly. My name is Cinna. Tear him to pieces. He's a conspirator. I am sin of the poet. I am sin of the poet. Tear him for his bad verses. Tear him for his bad verses. I am not sin of the conspirator. It is no matter. His name's sin. Pluck but his name out of his heart and turn him going. <laughs> Tear him. Tear him. Come, Brens Ho, Firebrand Sir Brutus, to Cassius. Burn all, some to Decius' house, and some to Cascus, some to Lagarius. Away, go. Yeah. Let's go! Caesar will be a yeah. Revenge yeah. for Caesar! Hey, yeah. Burn them all with fire! Caesar! 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 In the Corona Caesar, the part of Brutus was played by Ren Bell, Cassius by Drew Coley, and Mark Antony by Anthony Neal. Dylan Ireland played Caesar and Sinna the Poet. Elijah Hensley was Casca, and Amy Kaka was Portia and Morellis. Isabel Grise played Calpurnia. Tanner Bowers Octavius, his servant, and Artemidorus. 
Alexander Gomes was Flavius, Trebonius, and Lucius. Natalie Perkins was Decius. Raiden Leader was the Soothsayer and Metellus Simber. Zoe Lee Turner was the Newsreader, Cinna, and Papilius Lena. Micah Conti was Caius Ligarius and Antony's servant. Citizen, security officer, and servant roles were shared by members of the cast. The show was adapted and directed by Andrew Hartley and mixed and mastered by Benjamin G. Stickles. Christopher Barry was the voice and acting coach, Gianna Agostino, the sound designer, and Megan St. Armand, the dramaturg. Stage management was by Alexis Fine and Emmanuel Powell under the supervision of Rachel Watkins. Music was composed and performed by Gianna Agostino, cello, and Andrew Hartley, guitars. Other production elements were managed by members of the Department of Theater faculty and those of the Performing Arts Service Unit at the University of North Carolina, Charlotte, with special consultation from Hallie Hutchison, Bruce Auerbach, and Gordon Olson, who also designed the production logo. This show was rehearsed, recorded, and released under COVID-19 social distancing protocols in the fall of 2020. This production is copyrighted 2020 by the University of North Carolina. All rights reserved. Please consider supporting the Department of Theater during this challenging time. Your gift will go directly to our programs and student scholarships and will help us continue to deliver creative content to you. Thank you for championing the arts at UNC Charlotte. Please visit uncboxoffice.com to make your gift today.